Uh, we're also going to be talking a little bit in the podcast. We're going to do a little mini one-shot podcast like we did yesterday, and we are going to attempt um, to look into a, just a few few things here and there before I jump into uh, the Discord. Concave and Angry, I see you both in there, so we'll I'll definitely hit you up in just a bit, and we'll jump in there. Um, but before we do that, I do want to talk about um, something kind of interesting. There's this thing going around with a game called Lost Ark. Now, Lost Ark is a MMO that's free to play. It was released two years ago in Korea. Um, and unfortunately, it's now just come to the West uh, by Amazon Games, who has basically runs it on their servers now and did an entire port of the game for English-speaking viewers, which is pretty cool. Now, the issue is it's a Korean MMO that people are saying is a pay-to-win game. But I find their payment structure interesting, so I think it's important. There's like a couple of distinctions that I think are pretty interesting about the game. Um, personally, I've been playing the game as like a single-player RPG. It feels very much like a single-player game. How's this for cloudy? Uh, Solar flare! Shit. shit. Ah. Why is that so bright? Hi. Why? Why? You know what, Yin? I'm out of here. I am the ghost of leveled past. You have blinded me, so I am gone. I'm just kidding. I'm back. There we go. I'm back. Fucking out of here. Discovered a glitch on Apex and abused it for about two hours. Oh, Lord. It's not doing too well on Steam. Mixed reviews right now. That's right. That's right, guys. Um, lot, Well, it's Lost Ark on Steam has been review bombed because of the terrible release and all of the servers and people having to wait extensive amount of time, especially in the EU, to play the game. Um, so there's lots of um, lots of issues going around. now. Am I surprised that Amazon is having a problem with the game's release? No. Doesn't surprise me in the slightest because the New World game release was the exact same as the Lost Ark game release. Uh, right now, Lost Ark is getting feeling the same force um, and the same issues that New World had um, that it seems like the developers at uh, Amazon Game Studios just still haven't learned from even though they had some kind of giant mess. Uh, Ginvoke says Amazon needs leadership for their games department. 100% agree. It's a nightmare over at Amazon Game Studios. But luckily, I will say, they didn't have anything to do with the development of New World. All they're doing is a port. and Or excuse me, not New World, Lost Ark. And Lost Ark, for example, um, I mean, I even played it was on the Russian servers before it came to America. You can say I'm a little bit of a hipster for Lost Ark. And it's pretty fun. I think it's really a good game. It's it's a fun game you can play as a single player game for the most part. What's up, Miss Savage? Uh, Amazon could hire me for 200k a year. I'll fix their problem. Yin, they you should charge 300 and uh, get on in there. I would follow. I would play any game that Yin. If Yin runs a server, I'd play any game that Yin hit let up. Guaranteed. It could be Poo Poo Pants McGee, Monkey Squads versus you know five versus five arena throwing shit at each other for fun and that's the whole game and if yin was at the head of it i'd play it guaranteed that's so much faith i have in you yin if you want to coin that term if you want to make um five versus five throwing shit at each other for fun 
I'm right on there, okay? Just put me in, like, the honorable mentions game, please. Thank you. <laughs> I'll polish Jeff Bezos' head for an additional 20k a year. <laughs> All right, back to Best Lost Ark. Okay. Um... So the number one thing that they've had, of course, at the release of Lost Ark has been uh, these servers have been a giant issue, especially in EU. People are waiting sometimes two hours just to get into a match or get into their server. Um, they've even had it where certain popular servers are now giving bonuses to other people if they decide to move servers to lower populated servers. So it's the same issues that Amazon had with New World pretty much. Uh, where they've had to release new servers and they're, they're they're working diligently to figure it all out. It's kind of a nightmare. Um, but before that, we're going to really talk about the content of the game, though, more importantly, um, because I feel it's interesting. So I found a post on Reddit from a guy who's been playing apparently since the game came out in Korea um, and has been playing for quite a bit. So I'm going to go ahead and jump in to that section here. Uh, let's let's go over here real quick. So. Um, all right, so this person on Reddit, so let's uh, make sure I get his name right. Lucky Start number one. Uh, so he's a user. He's been playing Lost Ark in Korea. Um, if you guys are listening on the podcast right now, we are reading this off from Reddit online. So if you guys want to come check it out, make sure to follow uh, at Leveled AF on Twitch. And you can come check out some stuff as we go over this, uh, this stuff in here. So, all right, he's been playing for almost three years. Okay, so it's three years. Okay. I've played both pay-to-win games and non-pay-to-win games. So the big question is, is Lost Ark a pay-to-win game? That's obviously the big question that we're all kind of looking forward to. I don't know if you guys can see all this. There we go. Um, simple review. All right, so I enjoyed all the content of Lost Ark without spending any money. Don't make any narrow judgments based on the gaming experience you've played so far. You can really enjoy all the content without spending any real money. And you've never even um, offended by players who use real money. Okay. This is an important part. Um, this is very similar to my experience so far with Lost Ark. Um, I find that Lost Ark is a fun game to play solo right now. Um, I am, I think I'm level 36 uh, power level. So in like 170 item level, I'm, I'm, it's, I'm very I'm mid to high tier, highest tier being 60, 50, 60 content. Right now it's 50 cap and it'll be 60 in the future with the releases of new expansions. Um, so my experience so far has been very much a single player type peel. Um, I never feel like I'm underpowered. Uh, the only challenging content I've been in are the dungeons where you can do them on hard mode. Um, but there is ch more challenging content in the future. So I can see from this review already that this guy knows he's talking about because you could just pick up the game be a free-to-play player and have no problems you just jump in you make a character it's very linear that's the one thing i would say it's very caveat like it's very very linear game it's not um open world in the same sense that you would see in open world um the storyline just kind of brings you from one point to another in just almost a straight line um it's very easy to follow along with and there's lots of micro systems that kind of get in the way just like strongholds but we'll get to that in a bit um so let's keep this going a little bit um 99 of pvp has no pay to win element okay that's uh, another important part when it comes when we're talking about pay to win um in sp specifically pay to win one of the big things about pay to win is that um if you spend money whether you get items that will make you better against other players um, I would consider that pay to win because you're in a PvP environment where skill can be superseded by pulling out your wallet. I would call that pay to win. 
right? Makes the most sense. But Lost Ark Pay to Win only pretty much deals with um, just straight up PVE. So that that brings the question up. Um, unless you're going for something like a world's first, which is impossible because there is no world's first anymore. Um, it's already been out for three years. It's just the new Western release. So that doesn't count. Um, there's really nothing that's holding you back from paying some money to basically skip some content. Um, it's pretty much the same thing as some gotcha games where you pay for convenience rather than pay to win. And I think that this reviewer is kind of going in that direction of this review. Um, and that makes the most sense to me because you could pay money. I heard gotcha. It is kind of gotcha. Let's go Genshin Impact. Concave, you and Yin can talk about Genshin a bit. Um, it's more for pay for convenience. You can do a lot of the content in the game. Um, now, the time scales, that's where things get funky. If they make the game Lost Ark at the end game, if they make it so much so that it feels impossible to not pay money, I would count, I would put that as as overboard pay for convenience, in my opinion. Um, but I haven't gotten to that part yet, so we're going to have to rely on these reviews for the time being. Could care less if someone else is paying to level faster. It doesn't affect how I play PvE content whatsoever. See, that's exactly kind of the point I'm getting at. Uh, it doesn't really affect you until endgame content, and then it's when we're getting into raids and tower pushes and things like that. Hello, we like Genshin Fuck Impact and the Spice Feet. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so yeah, there's there's some parts there that are kind of iffy. So let's let's get back to this review real quick, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna cross reference this. We're gonna play Devil's Advocate. We're gonna go to another review that does say it's pay to win. And I want to see what's going on with that. Oh, oh, oh. Hmm. Kreza, how are you, my dear? Kreza, thank you again for all of the gifted subs yesterday. You're a beautiful human being. You really are. You're an amazing human being. We like our waifus. I mean, you know, Concave knows what's up. You guys know what's up. Um, the Hide'em Idol- Fuck your life, Bing Bong! Oh, thank you, Bing Bong, baby. True, but all the chances are if you're playing an MO, you at least know other people who are playing too. So LFG or Raid, where a gear score's requirement is a slim to none. I agree. I'm I'm in total agreement with you, Vaughn, 100%. Crazy, you shush. Um, okay, so the higher item level gear score, the more playable content. Um, so basically what he's saying is the only pay-to-win aspect here is that if you pay money to get a higher item level, you can unlock more content. So there's more playable content for you to do at a higher item level. So you can get into higher item level content quicker if you pay. So you can, you know, you can use real money to quickly level up your items, uh, but that's like watching a sequel without watching the first movie. Also, runes, skill points, skill points, tier three region commander set items cannot be purchased with real money. These are items that only can be obtained through your efforts. Again, so there's like there are specific things you can do that you can't really pay your way through so there's still things you have to earn pay to win only applies to pvp anyways i i i half agree with that commander we'll come back to that in a bit uh if you go quickly with the only real money then challenge end game content such as abyss raids and legion commander raids you will die quickly even if you succeed in surviving if you do not have runes skill points your dps will be low and you will fail to clear the end game content that's an interesting point so you could buy the item level gear, but you're going to miss out on all of the other things you do while you're grinding for that gear, such as your roster rank, such as your item level combat score to get more skill points, um, such as, I guess what he's pull, pulling up as well, uh, runes that will unlock as you play content. Uh, 
So those are all important things that you have to do, but you can only do it by clearing the content. So you can have a higher item level, but you'd still have to grind this content. So I like where this is going. I don't want to beat a dead horse here. Um, I really want to kind of get to kind of some of the, the stuff. So what this guy's basic, we're basically evaluating pay for convenience is what this game is, right? All right. So I would do want to get to what this person said. Let's see. Where did it? Oh, shit. Let me go back. Fucker. Forgot. I lost it. Fucking lost it. What do you guys think in the comments? What do you guys think about pay to win aspects? Like, do you. Is it PVP only? Is that pay to win? If it, and it's only the case, like PVP only. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that, especially if you guys are listening at home. If you're on Spotify. Let me know. I want to hear it. Let's do. Uh, I found one. Okay, DOT Esports. Miss Savage. What's the worst thing I could say? Okay. That's so cool, dude. Pay to win is PvP uh, is some real BS. That is definitely some real BS. Uh, let's go back to this article. So this article here uh, is the one I was looking at. This guy, Scott Robertson, uh, wrote this uh, six days ago. Uh, is Lost Ark pay to win? Nice and easy, right? Um, so basically he's saying yes and no. It's depending on who you ask. The best way to describe Lost Ark would be pay for convenience instead of pay to win. So he's doing the same thing. Uh, Lost Ark is a deep, long grind for those willing to put in time, but not everyone has the privilege of time to dump into it. So there are items you can purchase to make things more convenient. One of the big ones is the Crystalline Aura, which is kind of like a buff that you can get. So I'll go over this. That's an in-game subscription item that binds to account with Beatrice's plus increase 30 to 180 days. It removes the triport cost, which is convenience. It makes it where uh, travel is free. Reduces the ocean linear cost. Um, same thing, travel for when you're on your boat. Increases life energy recovery. This is stuff for when you're gathering. Uh, adds bifrost slots. I don't know what that is yet. Uh, reduces the song of return cooldown. That's just your return cooldown. That's like using a, like a hearthstone in World of Warcraft. And it unlock, unlocks pet functions like selling and repairing items, which is also just a nice convenient boost, really. Is there a cap to gear score? There is a cap to gear score. I believe it's like 750, and they tier that uh, per their release. So they have four total expansions already created over the past three years, and they're going to do the releases of that and it's going to gradually increase the cap to gear score. Um, to me, pay to win is tied to PVP. So yeah, that's why I'm still thing like Warframe and War Thunder are not pay to win in War Thunder. You can buy higher tier vehicles, but it doesn't mean you know how to fucking use it. I think that's true because it's a skill based game, but you can still it's also pay to win and pay to convenience because you can just pay for a ship and you can start the game with one of the best ships and then skill gap can only be so good comparative to the equipment that you use. That's why we still don't use muzzle loaded rifles and we're using, you know, AR 16, 15s now, you know what I'm saying? Like we don't use muskets anymore for a reason, because even if your aim is really good on a musket, it's still a fucking musket. Um, 
So Yin was saying, pay for convenience. You continuously lose purchasing power the longer you take to swipe. Interesting. So up front, the heavy spenders are super pay to win. But in like three months, I feel like it won't matter. I agree with that. Um, that's a strong statement because um, in, in the long term, depending on their release schedule, Yin, that makes the most sense in my my eyes. Like they, it seems like you pay up front, you get a really unfair advantage to get to end game quickly. Uh, but then when everybody's at end game, it really doesn't matter as much. Um, so Vaughn's saying, being against pay to win, pay to convenience is gatekeeping a game because someone else isn't doing something the way you think it should be done. Well said, Vaughn champion. Well fucking said. I agree, but I also think the game and the devs need to respect your time. That's also true. Not that you're, yeah, not that he's suggesting otherwise. Agreed. Um, yeah, they need to respect your time. Um, they need to create. I think when a game crosses into pay to win, um, is when they, if they gate the game too much to the point where it feels like you can't make con, you can't make a push without paying something. Uh, games like Clash of Titans, um, those kind of mobile games are very predatory in nature, where they give you a lot up front. And then it makes it feel like you have to pay something in order to keep continuing to play the game. Um, especially when there's like energy reserves involved or uh, power item gaps or they limit the amount of times you can run something during a week. Uh, and if you pay more, you can double or even triple that time or have no, you know, though those kind of things just seem very much pay to win because then it's a PvP enabled game. Uh, with PVE elements, but they're time gating it behind money, and that's that's an issue. I don't think Lost Ark has that problem. There's no systems that I've seen yet that has that kind of thing, uh, quite fuck yet. Fuck your life, Bing Bong. Thank you, fuck your life, man. Um, I absolutely agree with something. Uh, something items I think should be only available in story modes, rewarded through progress, and not ever available for money. Items that show you did the actual content and not just entered your MasterCards. That's also, yeah, I agree with that. I think all games should have that style of content that should be unlockable. Um, like that other uh, thing we saw yesterday, it kind of goes over that a bit. Um, do you see what happened in Battlefront 2? Was the release a dumb power struggle that last till, uh, Disney told EA to knock it off? Hmm, hmm. Now for what I played Battlefront two for like one week I had everyone uh, without paying anything. Oh, I think he's bringing up the card system. Like people were able to bring, um, buy specific items with the loot box, um, and big whales were basically able to unlock super powerful weapons right off the gate. I think that's yeah. I think that's how it went. It did level off. They had an unfair advantage in the beginning, but just like Yin said earlier, after you play for a while, you know, after a couple months, that power gap diminishes uh it levels off because you equip three cards at once yeah so it i think that's what he's referring to um okay i do want to go over some of the end game content and gear leveling explained i think this is important for me to learn but i also want to go over this and then we're going to jump right into destiny 2 i know we're just we're literally in the destiny 2 thing so guys we're going to get to destiny 2 we're just doing a mini podcast real quick so if you're joining us for the first time i appreciate you guys and if you're listening at home you should come watch me play Destiny 2 sometime. It's a good time. It's fun times around here. All right, so let's go over the endgame content. So this will give us a better idea of what the endgame content is and what is potentially being time-gated and what money can help you get to faster if you are willing to pay money for that game. Uh, the average level is... Fuck your life! Bing bong. Damn, Bing Bong's going crazy, brother. 
All right, so the end game content is Chaos Dungeons, Abyssal Dungeons, Guardian Raids, and the Tower. Chaos Dungeons is the primary starting point for gear progression. So you start at Chaos Dungeons. Um, what it asks you to do is battle wave of enemy through three different stages, and you have uh, to batter all foes in each stage within five minutes. You can complete this solo or in a group, which I love. Uh, it's a daily activity, and it can only be completed twice. So obviously the goal is to try and do as much of this content in a group setting uh, for probably more maximized rewards. Um, no, you're absolutely right. It comes down to just how insane those cards became. Answered quite a bit with some of those cooldowns. Uh, I see yeah, yeah, at bottom right. Yeah? What do you see? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Typing all the goodies down there. Um, Guardian Raids, the daily activity describes as monster hunter battles. Okay, I love this content, by the way. It's cool. You get dropped on a map, search zones, looking for a boss, and then you have to defeat the boss before the timer ends. Uh, what makes it really difficult is there's a limited number of revivals and consumables for your team. So Guardian Raids is like monster hunter style, which is cool. And the tower is a solo dungeon crawler. This is very much like the tower in Shadowlands World of Warcraft, uh, where you just do floor after floor after floor. Uh, you progress further up there, and the more you go up, the harder it is, but the better the rewards. Um, there are also periodic world activities like Chaos Gates, Field Bosses, and Ghost Ships. These can be seen if you have the in-game tracker. So the cool thing about this game is it gives you an in-game tracker as well, so you can see if there's like when a Chaos Gate's coming out, when a Field Boss is going to show up, when a Ghost Ship's going to show up, all that kind of stuff too. So it's... Mm, just did Abyss with her today. Oh, we did the Abyss with her? Mm. Oh. All right, go back to gear. Um, gear upgrade materials and the rewards. Chaos Dungeons offer base level gear along with resources to upgrade them. So it bestows player with accessories. Completing the highest level of Chaos Dungeons will earn you the highest level of prizes. Well, no shit. Along with gems, runes, books, and cards come from Guardian stuff. So they also drop upgrade materials not bound to your character. Okay, so Guardian raids can be run once a day, but you can do them. And then you can also put this on other characters, which is dope. Angry, what's up, dude? Uh, we're, I'm going to be jumping into Discord in a second. I'm finishing up this part for the podcast, and then we're in there. Um, as for the tower, you get better rewards the higher you climb. Yeah, it's easy peasy. Um, you get higher tiered versions of endgame activities. This, re this, reward, this rewards you with better gear and upgrades, and this is a never-ending cycle designed to keep you coming back. Um, let's see. Oh, Jesus. I'm doing that. All right, so basically the end game loop is run. You have six different activities, three main activities that are time gated to twice, once or twice a day. So it's very much like Final Fantasy 14 style, where at the very end, like you can run um, the dungeons, but you only get gear once a day. So it looks like they're time gating. Uh, the one thing about Lost Ark I don't like is that it's very alt friendly. Like you're supposed to almost play multiple characters so you get multiple clears a day but that's such a time sink um it really goes against that single player rpg style now if you don't have a lot of time um to play that's where paying money comes into comes in and i think that the reason that and this is gonna this is gonna be controversial i think that the reason there's pay to play in this game um or pay for convenience, for example, are for people who don't have a lot of time and can't play multiple characters. Because to really, I already can see it happening where to really be 
solid end game, you need to have multiple characters running their roster ranks in order for you to get those power item bonuses to your skill level. And also those cross, what is it? The cross character consumables for upgrade materials will also make your main character more powerful. Uh, but you have to sync that time in to level the character up and get them to end game and start running that end game content. Um, so I can see where it could be a problem because if you don't have a lot of time, that makes it funky. So I think that Lost Ark for the time being, for me right now, I'm literally just playing it like a single player game. So once I get to end game, we'll see how much of a grind that happens to be. I'm only playing it a couple hours here and there. So I can't say for for a fact that I'm going to be end game hardcore end gamer, I guess for those, I'm pretty much just treating it like an RPG, uh, but I would like to push content. So it would suck if I have to make extra characters just to push content. You know what I mean? It's kind of sucked. Uh, it's absurd how accepting people became over the last two decades with the microtransaction models. We're sitting here talking about paying to skip in order to play with friends more quickly. It's exactly what we're talking about, man. Um, for me, when it comes down to it, I don't think I'm going to pay any money to play with friends. I think I'll just play it like a single player game. I really don't have any inclination to pay them money outside of what I've already paid for. Like I got the booster pack or whatever. Like I got the basic bronze one or something. Um, that's pretty much about it. I'll pay for cosmetics. Cause I like my character to look cool. Well, that's about it. And really on top of that, you can get really cool looking gear inside. Um, so that's pretty much it. that's pretty much it for me, man. I don't know what I don't know how it's gonna feel at Lost Ark. I don't see the longevity of it if I get stuck. I think I'm just gonna play through the storyline and then see what happens. Maybe keep up the storyline, maybe not. I don't even know. It's still too early. The game's only just come out, so I have no idea. Um I never feel like the MT model should have had to pay for shit that should be in the game. It's great. I it's tough because on one hand you can make a really great game and play with friends oh, and make it free to play, funded entirely by cosmetics. Yeah, it's that's that's the that's the hard part, dude. It's it. Yin's right. You can make a really good free to play game, but that game costs money to pay the developers, make new content, keep it. You know the system keeps it alive, unfortunately, especially for a play, free to play game. Um, and if you want to keep up your your the time allotment versus the money you have to pay is what becomes crazy. So we'll see what happens. Yo, Xion just lost all of his money. Yikes! All right, guys. We've been talking about Lost Ark for a bit. Thank you for the podcast. Uh, we're going to move on to some Destiny 2, and we will obviously see you guys later. So if you are interested in making sure that you can come check us out, um, follow us on Spotify. If you're already on Spotify, follow us everywhere else, iTunes, or wherever you listen to the podcast. Um, my name is Level Dance, and I fucking love you guys. Thank you.